0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. We're so excited that you're with us. Each and every week, we're going to open up God's Word. We're going to have some discussion around what it means to live an intentional life. So let's listen in as we try to get real together. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Uh, My name is Brandon Ginden, and I am the senior pastor at Real Life Ministries, Texas, and uh, here with my really good friend and ministry partner Lori Arnold.
1: Hey, friends!
0: And we have been in a series called Questions, and uh, we've had amazing feedback from this uh, series, and I'm grateful for it. And and in fact, I just uh, received a text from a friend of mine that listened uh, to one of the uh, question uh, podcasts earlier, and how much it impacted uh, his life, and and then just I'm grateful for those things, but. We have. We've been in this series called Questions, and we're actually wrapping it up today uh, with our last question that we're going to look at. And so if you have missed any of those, um, I want to encourage you to go back and, and to listen to them. And this whole uh, podcast has really been exploring um, these questions that God asks of man, uh, really demonstrating and exposing and teaching us about God's incredible desire to have relationship with us. And we've said this um, on each of the podcasts that when we look at it and go, well, God asks this question, but He knows the answer to it already.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, why ask it? I mean, He's God. And on all of the questions that we've went through, the one we're going to look at today is, to me, the most profound um, that God, that Jesus knows the answer to this question, mm-hmm. um, and it is exposing uh, why He's asking it. And what it reveals, uh, and and just the the beautiful relationship that that Jesus has, uh, in this case specifically with Peter, but I think you know with all of us that God desires um, to have with all of us, and this this question, you know, really might be one of the most important questions we ever answer um, this side of heaven. Yeah, and so the question today that we're going to look at, you find the question in um, John chapter twenty one. It's there at the very end of the, of the book of the, the gospel of John. And the question is, do you love me? Um, a simple little question, uh, a question that we pose to our family members or our, our spouse or, hmm. and, and, uh, you know, our children may ask their parents or what, right? This is a mm-hmm. common question. Do you love me? But the incredible depth to what's happening in this, this interaction, um, between, uh, Jesus and Peter, and so Laurie, what I want to do is just kind of set the the story up in the context of what it's ha- where it's happening, and uh, then then we'll kind of dive into it. But this question, "Do you love me?" occurs when Jesus says uh, he's been on the cross, he's died, he has uh, resurrected from the dead, he's appeared uh, to many, and we find here at the end of the book of John that. The disciples are back up in the area of Galilee. They're back to fishing again, and they're out fishing. And they they see Jesus on the on the shore, but they don't know it's Jesus. They hear from him. Jesus asks them, "Have you caught any fish?" And no, we haven't. We fished all night. And he tells them to throw the nets on the other side of the boat, and they do. And they pull up this huge catch of fish in it. And they're like, "Oh, we remember this. <laughs> oh, yeah, this happened one time. Oh, wait a minute, it's Jesus," and. Peter does what Peter does is he, you know, jumps out of the boat and runs up the shore, up to the shore and, you know, through the water. And we just, we, we get this, this really cool picture. And, and they sit and they have breakfast together. And then Jesus kind of pulls Peter aside and he asks him this question, Do you love me? And we notice in this, in the scripture, Peter responds kind of almost a bit offended, like, Yes, Lord, you know that. You know the answer to that question. So why are you even asking? Me? Yeah. Peter, and he says, well, you need to feed my sheep, take mm-hmm. care of my my sheep. He asks him a second time, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know. I'll well, feed and take care of my sheep. And he does it again a third time. Lord, and then he even says, Peter's upset now. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Well, I, th- I think several things about this that I think Jesus asks three times very intentionally oh, yeah. because we know Peter denied him three times. Mm-hmm. We know that Jesus knew the answer. And so why ask the question? Because I absolutely believe Jesus is solidifying in Peter's heart that their relationship had been restored. Mm. That Peter could walk away from here as he's going to go lead the church and and do amazing things the Holy Spirit's going to empower him to do. That he wouldn't have to question in his mind because he had denied Jesus. Mm. No, I had that moment on the beach, that moment on the shore where Jesus asked me three times and I told him three times yeah. right to his face. Yes, I love you. And, um, and I think that's just so beautiful and and powerful for us to think about of how far Jesus goes to help us know and help us understand and just to, to, to solidify that relationship that we have with him. Yeah, And, and, I, and I think about how, you know, we get to communicate today we, we don't, Stand on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, um, you know, eating breakfast with Jesus. But we have, you know, the Holy Spirit within us, and all the opportunities around us to communicate to Jesus yeah. that we love Him. Yeah. And so, Lori, let's let's kind of start there. When you hear that question, do you love me? Um, and and thinking about your own relationship with Jesus, what does that look like for you? Answering and responding uh, to that question.
1: A big old question. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, who, um, I think for me, it's, it's, do it, you love me? Um, and how so? Like, how, how do you show that? Mm. What does that look like for you? Yeah. Um, so for me, it's the way that I live my life, the mm. entire life, yeah. not when I'm here at church on Sunday mornings, yeah. like, but, um, how, what, what are the, Fruits of my life right now, and um, how do I talk to people? How am I showing that I love Jesus as I as I go wherever I go? That's good. Um, so that ooh, it's a big question because it involves. There are many many things. Um, I know that um one of the ways that I love to worship is through song, and um, like the other night I was sitting at my keyboard and I'm just playing and I'm not the best on the keys now, <laughs> but I can play a little bit. You're <laughs>
0: better than me. Let's say that.
1: <laughs> but I was playing and singing to the Lord and I can get lost in that for hours. And I just love it. I feel so close with him in those times. Um, I feel close with him. I've shared before when I'm sitting, um, on the ocean and just looking at the creation and yeah. all that he's done. Um, and how he keeps everything exactly where it should be. Um, but it also requires on my part, there's also a submission and um, obedience yeah. to doing the things that For he sure. has called me to do. Like he told Peter, he gave him his calling, he beat my sheep, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so being obedient to doing those things, trusting him, surrendering, it really, all the things that we've talked about the past several weeks now, yeah. just going over the series, um, you know, who am I in relationship with? How am I abiding in him? So. It's all of the things, yeah. you know, that show how I love him. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's it. But What about you? So, because I know we're, I know we're a little different. So yeah. what, how do you express that love? How do you show that you love him?
0: Yeah. Well, the piece when you were talking that just kind of hit me is that, that obedience piece that, I mean, Jesus said, okay, if you love me, then this is what you'll do. So the obedience to what I've asked you to do, um communicates that you love me, so I definitely resonate with a part in this story with peter i mean i've told you before i i just I love this story it's one of my favorites in the whole bible um and I love it because of peter's response and, and Jesus is just his incredible work to validate his love um mm-hmm. for peter um to 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 restore that relationship but Peter responds. By being a, by being a shepherd to go care for the sheep and care for. And so I just resonate with that being yeah. a pastor. Um, you know, I, I know that I'm not perfect and, but I, I just, I try to do my best yeah. to aunt because I love Jesus, to love our church, to love the people in our church, to, to communicate the word of God. and And so for me, I feel like I am loving Jesus well mm. when I'm loving our people well. Yeah. But there's another part, like you, you sing, you do that, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. And I'm just, it's a, you have an amazing gift. Um, but for me, like mine, I feel like is different. It's 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 kind of weird. My wife thinks it's a little, <laughs> sometimes a little strange. Is part of how I'm telling Jesus I love Him and communicate. I love Him, lo- my love for Him, and and worshiping Him is what I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, recently Amber and I got to get away for a few days, and and we're we're sitting uh, uh, in these lawn chairs beside each other, and and I, I pull out this book out of my bag, and I'm reading, and it's a book on the history of the church. <laughs> and And she looks at it, and she goes, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "What?" She goes, "You're reading one of your working books again. So you're you're not supposed to be working." And and I said, "I'm not working. I said, I'm reading about church history." And she was like, yuck, like you're supposed to be like resting. And I'm like, this is rest to me.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm learning and I'm learning. And, and I was reading this book and man, I'm in the feet of the, the shoes of the disciples. And I'm, and I'm learning and the apostles preaching the gospel. And I'm just, I'm learning and it's filling yeah. me up. And I got like so excited when I was reading this book, I literally had to put it down or I was like going to start preaching to <laughs> the people around us and and I had to like go walk away and go sit on this rock because I got so excited. Huh. And me and Jesus are, I'm just talking and it's great and I'm loving him. But yet my wife looks at it and she's like, you're weird. Like this isn't, <laughs> this isn't like rest. And, but for me it was Yeah, yeah. and we're different and that's okay. Yeah. And so for me expressing my love for him, I think it's being <laughs> obedient to what he's asked me to do, mm-hmm. but I think it's also worshiping in the way that he designed us. God yeah. made me that way. Yeah, that's great. And so it gives me the permission to go, I absolutely love, um, you know, following you as you lead us in worship on Sunday morning. And there's so much of that is powerful and it's good. Um, but I can't sing a lick. Um, I, I, none of those things. Um, and, but it's important. Yeah. But then in my design, I can go sit somewhere quiet and read a book that is old and smells old (laughs) and Has big words, words, (laughs) lots of big words and, and, and I'm, I'm worshiping the Lord in it. And so I think that's a piece, you know, for me, how, how I um, express love back to him. I want to go back to the question here in in this of, do you love me? When Jesus asks that question, he, he very intentionally uses two different Greek, the Greek words of this. Um, uh, or the, the two different the two different translator words that we translate in the Greek and then English and it's but the first is agape, which is an unconditional love, and then he also uses the term phileo, which is a brotherly love. So Jesus is really asking Peter, do you love me like you're totally fully committed to me, but also do you love me like a friend, like I'm like we're friends, we're mm. relation in relationship and, and friends, and so that question to me like. When Jesus is, he's bringing, that's why I wanted to end with this question because our first question is, where are you? Which demonstrated relational separation. Mm -hmm. And now here at the end of our series, do you love me? It's this relational bring back together. And so, you know, maybe talk to that for a minute, Lori, like the expression of a total surrender, agape love, and a brotherly friend kind of love with Jesus. How does that hit you? What are kind of some thoughts that you have yeah. about that in your own walk with the Lord?
1: Yeah. Um, it is It is a both and, mm-hmm. you know, um, for me it is, it should be uh, real quick though. I got to share. So Michaela from Italy, one of our church plants, yeah. I remember she came here and um, was talking to the women at women's breakfast. Um, one Saturday morning. And she was talking about how we use the word love all the time. Like in America, mm-hmm. we just, I love you. Oh, I love candy. Yeah. I love food. I say I love food a lot because I do. I you love do. food. Um, but it's not the same as I love my child or my husband or mm-hmm. my dog or, mm-hmm. you know, right. or my friends or you guys. Or mm-hmm. it's just it. So so Jesus saying that in two different ways is so important. Yeah, um, because there are he is. I've known him as a father. I've known him as a friend as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I've known him as a savior. Yeah, I've known him, you know, so. I think (laughs) it's just so deep, I can't even I can't even articulate all the things in my brain right now, Um, but it is such a deep question and it reveals his love for us and how much he cares for us, as well as it reveals our love for him as Mm -hmm. he's asking this question, you know. Do you love me as a friend? Do you love me unconditionally? Yeah. You know, no matter what, no matter what circumstance you're in, kind of what we talked about last mm-hmm. week. You know, no matter what you're in, you know, are you depending on me? Right. Do you trust me? Um and and then the friend love, the friend like love, you know, that's important too. Yeah. Um all of it. So I don't even know if I answered and that's okay. But those are all my thoughts. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I know. I I think it's good. I think when we separate those two and we think about the agape love part in our lives is, am I surrendered to him? This is him as King. He's, he died and, and savior. I'm surrendered to him and follow him. And that part of my life is, you know, committed, but then there's also a part of it that he is our friend that, that he, he relates to our struggles. He knows what you're going through. He is, you know, the Holy Spirit is expressing that part of Jesus yeah. in our lives with us. And and I think understanding and walking in both is really spiritually healthy. Yeah. I think it is unhealthy if in our spiritual walk all he is is just he's he's my bro. He's my yeah. he's my homeboy. He's yeah. that's me and Jesus. We're like knuckle bump. Like yeah. and that's it. And that's all he is. And then, because when he says, "Well, I want you to go do this," does it mm-hmm. carry the authority yes. <laughs> in your life, or hey, surrender this to me? Well, what do you mean? I'm not. We're just friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the other side can be can be unhealthy as well. Is all I ever view him as this just this king that's over mm-hmm. me that's that I'm just surrendered to, and yeah. that because that produces sometimes like the religious yucky yeah. kind of stuff in our lives that that. And we forget that Jesus is very close and intimate with us as well. So, right. I think that part of that—do you love me? I love your your story about Michaela being able to separate that stuff apart, yeah. and to know that when He's asking Peter, it's it's both of these things, and it and it exposes it. Jesus knows the answer, but I think Peter's able to walk away from the story because He ends up telling him, "Now, now, follow me, um, go walk out what I told you to do." And and to walk in that, and so, you know, I think of of us understanding. You know, you said I know him as Savior. When we think about this principle of of love and being obedient to him, just to how it impacts our lives, to know that he is all of those things. Yeah. And so, maybe Lori, to to just as we close it out, to think just a word of encouragement to those that are listening that that maybe they have some of that out of balance. Yeah. You know, maybe they're, they're kind of fearful and God is, Jesus is this, you know, kind of big, scary, or, or maybe it's, they've, they have lost some of the, you know, the, the, um, the royalty of Jesus, the authority of who he is and have kind of treated Jesus as like just, you know, a friend and that's it. Um, maybe just a word of encouragement, how to bring that back into balance.
1: Yeah. I just, Ooh, it's important. Um, It's so important and life doesn't work any other way Um, to have the proper perspective that he is the authority, that he is also a friend. It can be hard for people to understand sometimes, but um, I've lived it. You know, I I live a life of surrender and I see what that's like. But at the same time, our God is so relational and he wants to be in relationship with us. So it's not just about him telling us what to do and us going and doing the things. Right. Yes, that is a part of it that we submit to him and and even in that, it's not just because he says so, the mm-hmm. end. he's yeah. telling us to do these things because it's what works, yeah, so we do what works and um, we honor him with our obedience and we also honor him as a friend in our life and we have a relationship with him so spending time in the word, how are we giving um to others? Yeah. how are we giving to our church? Yeah. what are we doing with um, our giftings, you know, mm-hmm. how are we serving him and loving him through our gifting? Um, there are so many different ways that we can show him our love and um, just be connected with him and learn more about him yeah. and, and submitting to him with our everything.
0: Mm, yeah, that's great. And, and, and we saw, you know, Peter does in the story, he goes and, and he walks out um, caring for and and doing what Jesus asked him to do. And so I think that's great, Lori. I as we close out um this podcast, I just want to encourage everybody, you know, to just to spend some time maybe today, this week, you know, thinking about that question. How you would respond, how do you respond to it? Do you love me? How does your life reflect and show and demonstrate that you love uh Jesus Christ? Do that your friends, your people around you that are in your life, do they know that? Would they be able to say, Boy, this person really loves the Lord? Um and, and and you demonstrating that by your life, as you said earlier, is your obedience to Him. Well, um, it's just grateful having everybody on today. I want to encourage all of you. Um, uh, Lori and I will be starting a new um, series uh, talking about contending for the faith and what does that look like in the world today for us to stand firm and contend for our faith and in in this world and being a witness um, for the Lord. And And so we're going to be spending some time looking in those scriptures and and talking about, um, us contending for our faith. And so, uh, God bless you all. And, and, uh, please again, um, share our podcast with your friends and, uh, and we just, um, um, I'm very grateful for everybody that listens and, and for all of us to work at getting real and walking in this uh, life of being a disciple. So God bless y'all. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Get Real podcast today. My hope
1: each and every week is that you're able to take the content, apply it to your life, that it becomes more of who you are and less of what you do, and that we live an intentional life together. If you're interested in supporting the work of ministry here at Real Life Texas, we'd like to invite you to do that by going to reallifetexas.org and supporting us today.